This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. I'm Bill Pollack. Kansas City almost had a dedicated road and rail system that would have taken travelers from downtown to the airport. And KC almost had its own version of the Astrodome. The KC that never was is an exhibit at the UMKC Library, a pretty cool exhibit to check out. We'll find out more. And the documentary film world will be coming to Columbia for the 21st annual True False Film Festival. Ashley Bird is with Chloe Trainer, artistic director, who explains her role with the event and Columbia's role in welcoming the world. This is going to be the 21st edition of True False, um, and obviously we're still kind of rebuilding from the pandemic years. Um, 2020 was the largest um, attendance of the festival. Um, it also took place um, the weekend before the entire world shut down for the pandemic. Um, and then this is our third in-person festival Um kind of coming back after the pandemic. Um, and yeah, we've been um, seeing audiences become more comfortable with coming back into theatres. Um, and this year, especially, we're feeling like it looks a lot similar to kind of old True False pre-pandemic, which is really exciting. Um, seeing, you know, lots of people signing up for passes. Um, and yeah, it feels like we're kind of back to full form. And full form, is pretty busy, right? Can you tell me just in one fell swoop kind of how how much participation, and then we can drill down a little bit, but you've got a lot going on. Can you kind of tell me the scope of it this year? Yeah, definitely. So the festival takes place over four days, um, and for those four days we're running a lot of things concurrently. So we have film screening across six venues um, in downtown Columbia, like I said. Um, we also have musicians playing we have musicians playing before every film but we also have um, music showcases in various venues downtown we also have art installations which are free and open to the public um, those are across our footprint um, and then we also have parties and receptions um, we also run our education programs um, alongside the kind of public facing side of the festival um, so yeah it's pretty busy. Um, we definitely have a lot of people come into town from out of town, both kind of across the country and internationally. Um, and then we also have a great, um, really committed local audience. So yeah, it's kind of thousands of people um, come together to celebrate the art of nonfiction. So now that you've gotten your footing since COVID, was it hard to rebuild that that visitor audience, the uh, international and the, and the folks that are coming from outside Columbia, Missouri? Yeah, I mean, I think it's definitely been um, a bit of a kind of um, uphill climb to get people comfortable again. I think that's kind of just the general um, public consciousness as well outside of True False. Um, this year is the first year that we're seeing every single filmmaker who's screening their work with us wanting to come internationally, um, which is really exciting um, because that's kind of one of the key things about the festival is having um, the filmmakers here to meet with our audiences. So that's really exciting. Um, but even locally, you know, it's we get to see running ragtag um, the cinema year round. Audiences feel like they're, you know, fully back um, and feeling comfortable coming in and seeing films with other people again. And you get to see uh, these folks, and they may become even more famous than, than people realize. I remember we've seen a couple of producers, directors show up at 
True Faults and become like the number one pick, you know, for Netflix and things like that? Are you seeing such talent this time? Yes, definitely. Um, I think we're, you know, there's a few titles that have already been picked up by Netflix out of Sundance and are then we're their next stop on the kind of festival circuit. Um, there's also a selection of films this year that will be the first people screening them for audiences. Um, and there's some really strong um, new voices in there that we hope will um, capture the attention of some kind of bigger platforms um, so that people um, who aren't necessarily coming to True Force can also see them um, later in the year. So you do uh, tout True Faults as highlighting bold cinematic visions. Now, it's documentary work. I think our listeners probably need to be reminded that it's it's not Sundance and that this is documentary film work. But what else makes these visions bold? Yeah, I mean, we're really looking for films that feel authored, so films that carry the fingerprints of the filmmakers that have made them. Um, we're not really interested in work that feels like it could have been made by anybody. Um, and we're also interested in work that's kind of thinking really um, in an involved way in how it's engaging with the form. So thinking about how they're telling you the story, whether that is, you know, experimenting with recreation or with essay films or whether that is, you know, meeting um, fascinating characters that we're following. You know, some of the films this year, people have been filming for over a decade with their subjects. Um, we're also seeing a lot of personal filmmaking. Um, so, yeah, we're really kind of interested in people who are taking risks um, and really taking audiences on journeys with their films. And so it's a lot of films to look at. How do, how do folks especially those who aren't in the industry, how do they go and scope out, gosh, I'd like to go see this, I know nothing about it. What What's sort of a roadmap for them? Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd recommend checking out our website um, and going to our film program page where you can read um, all of the information about the films. Um, you can um, get a sense of where they're coming from in the world, but also the story and how they're um, telling you those stories. Um, and passes are still on sale if people want to dive in and come to multiple things. Um, and we also will be selling individual tickets. So if people would just like to dip their toe into the festival um, on Monday, the 19th of February, as of 10 a.m., tickets will be available um, for individual films, either online or via our box office um, at Ragtag Cinema. They can pick a film or they can get a pass to just go and try out a whole bunch of things. I've done both. I've gone blindly and been pleasantly surprised and then, you know, targeted a couple of films I knew that were highly touted and and, you know, got in line for those, too. Um, this has been a landmark place. Columbia, Missouri still is the place for this sort of documentary film work. What keeps people coming here and, and what keeps us welcoming people to this festival? Yeah, I mean, I think Columbia, Missouri is such a special place. Um, it's somewhere that a lot of people in the film industry may not have ever expected to find themselves. But once they come here, they kind of fall in love with 
that very welcoming spirit that you reference. Um, and also, you know, we're really lucky that all of our venues are within walking distance of each other. So you can really pack it in and see a lot of films, go and see a music showcase, go and see an art installation, grab a drink with a friend. Um, it really feels um, really immersive in that way. Um, and I think locally, you know, we're really lucky that our local community really embraces the festival. And that's, I think it's kind of a um, symbiotic relationship that goes back and forth between those two things. Um, I think locally people love, you know, meeting people from around the world who are coming here, who they might not otherwise get a chance to meet and vice versa. People coming um, from outside kind of love discovering this place that feels really special and unique. And they really are from around the world. You sort of list some of the countries uh, where the filmmakers are coming from or, or the countries they're focused upon. Just a handful of those, I think, is impressive. Yes, we have films coming from Armenia, Georgia, um, Lebanon, from uh, Australia, from India, from Brazil. Um, we have a lot of U.S. films as well, um, if people are more interested um, in seeing stuff that's closer to home. Um, and then a couple of others, Bhutan, Chile, France, um, Germany, uh, Denmark. Yeah, there's films from uh, really everywhere. Madagascar as well. Um, so, yeah, all over the place. And all of these submit to be accepted and shown at True Faults here in Columbia. That must be that must be a heady experience as all these people want to be here. Yes, uh, this year we received uh, 1,400 open submissions, I believe. Wow. Um, and, and then we're also watching films um, that have played at other festivals. So, yeah, me and the programming team um, have watched a lot um, this year, but we think we've picked... Um, 31 of the kind of best um, features and then 25 of the most incredible shorts. So we're really excited to share those with people. Well, that's a lot of popcorn. That's a lot of film to watch. My goodness. Um, I'm actually looking forward to watching some fiction films for a while. Um, that's something that I haven't done uh, for a couple of months. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, part of, you know, doing this job is loving watching films. So it is a privilege to get to watch that much stuff every year. Good luck for the 21st True Faults Film Festival. That's February 29th through March 3rd in downtown Columbia, Missouri. Chloe, thank you so much for your time. This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.